Ever been at that big game? And when things are pretty exciting, maybe the team's not winning, but it's still pretty exciting. But we happen to look away, maybe we check our phone, maybe we're looking for the popcorn, and while we're looking away, something big happens, and there's a change in the game. We go from losing to winning. We're confused. Our team was losing, but something happened. I don't know what it was. But now our team ended up winning the contest. But I'm still confused about what happened. And even though we didn't see it, we have the opportunity to begin to talk to the people around us who were paying attention. And they help us to fill in the gaps, help us to fill in the blanks. They help us to understand how things turned around for us. And I think we could multiply that scenario by infinity and still fall short of the glory of the resurrection, the glory of Easter. It seemed that the Lord had been defeated. It seemed like the movement was over. And then in great confusion, the Lord's disciples started to hear about him rising from the dead. Maybe even started to understand the things that he said before his passion. And we notice for the past 2,000 years, Holy Mother Church has been unpacking the glory of the resurrection for us. We are the descendants of these apostolic witnesses. The faith in the risen Christ we have received is our greatest treasure. It's our greatest inheritance. And we have a good example in St. Peter for us today. We notice that he didn't just stay home in his doubts. He had plenty to doubt. When he heard of the empty tomb, he got up and he went. He could have stayed. He could have focused more on himself, being bummed out. I denied I knew the Lord three times. He's going to be mad at me. But instead of focusing on himself, he focused on that encounter with the Lord. Instead of focusing on his remorse, he focused on the new life in Christ. He decides to focus on that new encounter with Jesus. And the Lord Jesus, of course, we celebrate today that he has the power to unseal that locked tomb. So if he has that kind of power, of course he has power to break into our own hearts. So are we willing to focus less on ourselves and let the Lord enter into our hearts? Of course, we all have problems, but can we focus less on them and more on the Lord and his great power? Because Easter is a time of new life. And of course, we notice the new life of Jesus and the resurrection. But that's really only the beginning because he offers us a resurrection like his. And that begins for us in the sacrament of baptism. We become God's adopted children, his adopted sons and daughters. We become heirs of the kingdom. We become one with Christ in that first real encounter with him. Right here in this place last night, Four people received that sacrament of baptism. They had a new encounter with Christ right here just last night. And all of us will have an opportunity later to renew our baptismal promises. Calling to mind that initial encounter with Jesus when we first became one with him. And once again, we know that this is just the beginning. There's a whole sacramental life. So there's people who were baptized last night. They were then confirmed with several other people, receiving the strength of the Holy Spirit and the sacrament of confirmation. Then the intimacy of the encounter with the Lord 
goes to a whole new level from there. The Lord invites us to eat his body and drink his blood. They're invited to share in that spiritual nourishment. The nourishment that we need if we want to live the Christian life. If we want to live the new life in Christ every day. So we are sent to let that light of Christ shine in the world. And we can only do it if the resurrection of Jesus is central to our lives. If he didn't rise, then there's no need for us to be here today. But we know that he did rise. And since he rose, we know he is God. So we follow his commandments. Those apostles saw the empty tomb and believed. We are also invited to believe. And our belief in him grounds and organizes our lives. Makes a claim on our lives, if you will. But then there's more. Not only do we follow his commandments, not only do we order our lives according to Christ, but now we have no reason to fear, and we have every reason to hope. We don't even need to fear death anymore, because he has conquered death itself. He invites us then into a resurrection like his, and that is our Christian hope. So that first day of the week, the day of the sun, we call Sunday, S-U-N, now becomes the Lord's Day, the day of the sun, S-O-N. That's why we gather early on the first day of every week to celebrate the empty tomb. Every Sunday is a little Easter. And this Easter, we hear the resurrection account from St. Luke's Gospel. And St. Luke is unique in that he tells us more about the, the life of the Blessed Virgin Mary than any other evangelist. And the Blessed Mother, we heard on Friday that she was with those other people at the foot of the cross when Jesus died. But why didn't she go with them today to the tomb early on Sunday morning while it was still dark? Why didn't she join them in their attempt to anoint and embalm the dead body of Jesus? Did she have faith in his resurrection? Did she know that he would die on the third day as he said? Did the Lord maybe visit her first and it was never recorded? Many saints over the centuries have speculated that there was some kind of a special meeting between mother and son. But we can join Mary either way. She was deeply wounded in her heart when she saw her son die on the cross. Those wounds became those sources of great sorrow. But now we and she can look upon those wounds and notice them as the source of divine love, fountains of love, if you will. St. Luke's Gospel is also unique in that he calls Jesus Lord more often. He emphasizes the divinity of Jesus. And of course, the resurrection that we celebrate today proves his divinity. And St. Luke also uses the word today more often. He shows the urgency of getting on the move and sharing the good news. So in just a little while, at the end of Mass, we will be sent out. We'll be sent out with the Easter joy of knowing that the Lord is risen. We're called to share him then with everyone we meet.